This is the most fantastic story I've ever heard. And every word of it's true, too. That's the fantastic part of it. Didn't you really feel so bad because killing him felt so good? And why shouldn't it feel good? You must feel good to God. He does it all the time. Bring some of this, Michael. Be one of us. Is that uh, absolutely necessary? Yes. What did he say? He's, he's afraid it is. Ah, oh, fine. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You see? You see? Your stupid minds. Stupid. Stupid. Kill your brother. You'll feel better. White lines in the middle of the road. It's the worst place to drive. Hey, welcome to the Cult of Classics. That's this podcast that you're listening to right now. <laughs> the Cult of Classics, hosted by me, Liam Kelly, and your co-host, Tarver Peterson. We talk about movies that have cult followings that you may or may not have heard of. I didn't know if you were doing like a like a weird sportscaster from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> or I just <laughs> I was gonna delve eventually into like Harry Carey. Some yeah, a little or like some some host from a from a show that I'm just not familiar with. Yeah. Hey, it's just a real high energy, Listen you know, to my shit about movies. Every man. This is one of, you know, five to seven podcasts that exist. So I'm glad you you found us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, you're really going back in time. Now. You're, you're, like, <laughs> yeah. you're committing to the character. It's I like 19, it. It's 1999. I'm with it now. And, um, you know that they got radio on the internet now? <laughs> what else is going on in 1999? The Yankees are really good. Probably. Yeah, I think. Um, Tom Brady won maybe his first Super Bowl, or has he not won one yet? That Bill Gates is real rich. I'm going to get me a new Gateway PC tower today. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You should put money into Hewlett Packard. Hewlett Packard. Hewlett Packard. And I'm going to get one of the, with my Gateway tower, I'm going to get one of those uh, mouse pads that has a, a cow cow oh yeah yeah oh vh1 is awesome yeah i was watching pop-up video the other day and that creed song was on that i really like hell yeah <laughs> creed is popping off creed right is a, just a great band we'll probably never <laughs> see anything but hits from them all the way through <laughs> anyway this week we're talking about demons from 1985 not from 1999 aka uh demony demony uh yes and this is a uh this is a super uh High violence, gore filled, mm. demon supernatural slash zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set in Berlin. It's uh, by a Italian filmmaker whose name escapes me. Lamberto Bava. Lamberto Bava. I wanted the to say son, Mario Bava. The son of Mario Bava. Yeah, it's Mario Bava is his father, who is like kind of a kind of a film icon mm-hmm. in Italy uh, and for Italian cinema. And um, this is his son, who's foray into. Filmmaking was interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made this movie. He made a sequel to this movie, and I think he's he's made quite a few others. And then uh, he made it with Dario Argento. Yes, is the screenwriter who is a a super big name in Italian horror as well. Yeah, he has a really um, stylized way of making his films that comes across heavily in this film. It's very recognizable. His use of uh, 
blues and reds. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. Just to talk a little bit about the special effects in this movie because they're so prevalent. They make up most of the movie. Is most of the good of the movie. Of the good, yeah, most everything good, pretty much about this movie. Yeah. Besides, it's just wanton, not give a fuckedness mm-hmm. is uh, based around the the prosthetics and the makeup. Um, and that and that we got to give big ups to uh, Sergio Stivletti, who mm-hmm. was the special effects and makeup designer, uh, and his team. They did a great job. I really like. There's there's just a lot of a lot of great color work in this, especially when we get like our first zombies with like mm-hmm. greens and like you were saying blues and just unnatural colors. Um, that I feel like the the demon aspect of the of the horror yeah genre really kind of contributed to because I could you can't help but draw comparisons between this movie and Evil Dead, especially when listening yeah. to this podcast because that's like really the only other zombie movie we've covered. Um, or horror movie, really. horror movie, even yeah. Um, I guess we can count the thing. The thing is, yeah, thriller, sci-fi, thriller, horror, yeah. But um, but these two are just like I I, I had to look up when Evil Dead came out because I was like, there's no way that eighty two, uh, yeah, eighty one, eighty one, and I was okay. like, there's no way that whichever movie came out first didn't influence the other one. Yeah, this movie has two super big touchstones, and one of them is Evil Dead, and the other is the uh i think romero zombie films mm-hmm. um because it's got the the visual uh, of the practical effects from evil dead but the um the constant uh harrowing nature of, of the characters like they they they're in a constant they're constantly running they're constantly in yeah. in fear they're they're the the danger is is kind of ever present and it's yeah. continuing after them the plot is constantly moving like there's yeah. not a lot of downtime in 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 demons which is cool because that's when you're making a movie like this i think sort of the, the point is the gore and the scares yeah and they make no bones about that being like that is what demons is all about yes and yeah. if you don't fucks with it then you shouldn't you shouldn't watch demons. it like you, you shouldn't, shouldn't watch, watch demons it. at all um but yeah, so there's yeah, there's just, just enough plot to get you through the next gross out moment or scare. The characters are more sort of outlines. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> than people. Yeah, you got you got your uh your like sweetheart kind of a virgin girl with her friends. Yes. And you've got like the jock guy and his little hipster buddy. The two little playboys at the movie theater where they yeah. and they I don't know, I don't remember if they do have the scarves tied around their neck, but in my mind it feels like they had to <laughs> yeah. have, you know. Whether or not they actually did yeah. is irrelevant. Yeah. Costume <laughs> costume department missed out if they didn't, but these th- that is the guy. You know, you just think about the 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 polo button-up shirt with the khaki pants yeah. and a sweater tied around their neck. Yeah. That's them. Yeah, or a kerchief. Bryce and Chad. Bryce and Chad. Yeah. AKA George and Ken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who really George becomes that's another thing that's interesting about demons is that the protagonist changes throughout yes. the film. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, again, more more outlines than people, but that makes it easy to watch almost all of them die. Right. Um and at a certain point I did start rooting for the demons. I did when the pimp died. Yeah, the, when the he pimp, was my character. Yeah, I knew I knew that you were going to relate to him because he like he he was a strong leader yes. from the get. You know, he had he had he was had very appealing 
uh, characteristics to you as a as a human man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, <laughs> you know, he was a pimp. He was a pimp. He had two girlfriends. Yeah, two girl. Well, he no, he. I feel that he was an actual yeah. pimp. So it's, it's really <laughs> funny. Okay, so this this week I was a little bit rushed in making the outline, which is okay because this movie affected me so deeply that I feel like I'll be able to talk about it without <laughs> a lot of notes. Good. But um, he, we're going off book. For we're this going. One. We're going off on book. Off book. On book. Off book. We're we're. It's a dress rehearsal. It's a, a tech rehearsal. A hobbit's tale. A hobbit's tale. Um, but yeah, the, the IMDb synopsis, it lists him as a well-dressed man with his two girlfriends. <laughs> no, and he's I was a just pimp. Like, oh, that was very generous of whoever, <laughs> whoever wrote this because he's like, he's literally wearing like a kerchief and a, like a, a, a big like empire suit and like has two women with him who yeah. he is ordering around. Like he is a pimp. And I will say that his dubbing... Is not kind. No, 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 no. And well, none of the dubbing in here is None of it is, is good. kind, but his is, it doesn't age well. No, no, no. Because it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what, 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 like, what did Italian filmmakers know of, of yeah. American, American black Black men, American pimps. Black American pimps in the 80s. Yeah, it was like, you maybe should have written a different character, but whatever. It's I tell cool. you this, it's better than what the Japanese would have done. That's for certain. And you can you can call me out on that and say what you want, but your boy Tarver has watched anime <laughs> his whole life, and I can tell you that black characters in the eighties animes, my lord, yeah. But um, because speaking of the dubbing, because the voices are so unnatural and out of sync, that's another reason why it's kind of it's easy to detach yourself from the characters and not really be bothered mm-hmm. by their deaths because there's sort of an uncanny valley feeling the whole time because yeah. they're they the actors are not mouthing Italian or German words. No, they're speaking English. They're speaking English, but they're dubbed over completely mm-hmm. and not well. Not so well. it's very strange. Like there's it, it 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 sort of works in that it puts you on edge immediately. Yeah. But it is uh distracting. Um I'm trying to think if I know an example of good dubbing. Uh it doesn't come off the top of my head, I no. I just I don't I'm not a fan of dubbing. I know it was a technique that had to be used at that time, and you yeah. had to make do with what you what you could. Um, but well, you know, it's I, I would almost rather see something dubbed over in like just film your movie if you're making your movie in Italian, just film in Italian. If you have to dub it, that's fine. Just dub over the Italian language. Yeah, but it just wouldn't have. I think it's just like. At the time, it just wouldn't have sold. That's true. At, it does it, suck at all, and and the American audience was so huge. Yeah, like the, the it, it just for the producer's standpoint, it, it just didn't make any sense. Probably it would be better to do things in in Chinese now. Now, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Act One: Train to Fuxville. <laughs> so, <laughs> while riding the subway to class, question mark? Yeah, we, yeah, we don't. Doesn't know. matter. <laughs> um, a music student named Cheryl, Natasha Hovey, who will be our protagonist for the first 20 minutes or so, is um, stalked by and then given a free pass to a movie theater by a, um, a demon man wearing a, with a metal face. Mm-hmm. Um, he scares her, but then she realizes that he's giving out free shit and she asks him for a second ticket. So she persuades her classmate, Kathy, uh, who is Paola Cazzo, to uh, skip their nighttime cla- art class. To go to uh, this movie with her, um, and they so they they end up going to this this old theater, um, 
that's been rebuilt, we learn. It, it was uh, functional back in the day, but now it burned down or something. Mm-hmm. They allude to some terrible It's called like fate. the Metropolis or something? Yeah, I think the Metropolis, something Metropolis. like that. Yeah. Ooh, Metropolis. Metropolis. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a dope-looking theater when they walk in, and there are some badass set pieces. Like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The motorbike and the, the mannequin with the katana. Is, set, the set design is great in yeah, this film. And it's the I just the motorbike and the, the mannequin in particular are fucking sick. They're cool. Yeah. <laughs> to this day they're cool. Yeah. Like that's that's something the the eighties got right is like big chunky motorbikes and, and motorcycles. And katanas. <laughs> and katanas. Um but yeah, so we meet our whole gang here. Everybody who's gonna be major like featured in a major way in the film. Yeah. Um we meet uh, George, who will eventually become our ultimate protagonist. Uh, his little buddy Ken, um, the the pimp Tony, mm-hmm. um, and his uh, his two girlfriends Rosemary, who is uh, Goretta Goretta, who is actually working with um, Bava on a sequel to this movie. Yeah. Or like a movie in the same vein. Right, yeah. there is Because there is a sequel that I'll talk about at the end. That's true. There's Demons 2. And there's Demons 3. And then there's <laughs> Demons 4 and 5. But they, they don't really... They're not. They're totally far away from everything. Yeah. But anyway, Greta Greta Rosemary, who will eventually come become our first demon, who is probably, to me, the scariest part of the movie. She's, she's like, She totally does the best job acting as a demon. Yeah. She's like... The, she's the creepiest. And she does the... She got the most actual, like scares that's probably because that, i'm sure that that was intentional like she was the the best actress in terms of acting like a demon so yeah. they, they're like well she's gonna be the main one yeah she gets the most like you uni- like one one person screen time yeah. in the movie i think um and carmen is her other friend uh fabiola toledo uh <laughs> and then we have the the cranky husband frank his wife ruth uh young commie uh, young commie young couple tommy <laughs> and hannah uh, who are just steady making out. None uh, of their names matter, by the way. No, no, no. A blind man and his daughter, who, it's a little, little joke. Like, there are a couple of odd jokes in this movie. The blind guy <laughs> going to the movie. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Why is why did you take a blind man to a movie theater? I think that they just thought it was funny. I guess. It just seems cruel to me. Yeah. I felt it was cruel, and I didn't know that that was his daughter at first. At first, you don't understand that that's his daughter. Yeah. Because at a certain point, she just goes and she starts fucking somebody. She just leaves to fuck a stranger. And leaves a blind man alone in a movie theater. (laughs) On the second story. Yeah. They're in the balcony. I was wondering about that because... I was like, we keep getting all these these wide shots mm-hmm. of the the main floor of the movie theater once once they're in and, and it's like crowded. Movie. Yeah, and then they keep cutting to the blind guy, and he is alone in yeah. a sea of chairs. Yeah, like he is in a huge area. They they don't do a good establishing shot so that you have a frame of reference between the two. <laughs> I had no idea. So he you was could on think he was in a different um, screening, like a different theater. Yeah, I had no idea he was on a balcony until like. Like until right around the time that the movie goes to shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, that was wild. Um, but yeah, blind guy, his daughter. Um, uh, and then, yeah. So Rosemary tries on the prop demon mask that the mannequin is holding in the lobby before everybody goes in. Uh-huh. Uh, and she gets a little cut on her cheek from the mask, um, which will come into play later. Now, did you find this odd when she gets a little cut on her cheek? There's this like knowing look from this uh, female um, usher. I have big thoughts about the usher. Okay, okay, because yeah. the, there it's like the female usher is the, seemingly the only person that works in this theater. Yeah. And doesn't and 
has this ominous look about her. Like she is, yeah. she's like in on it, in on it. Yeah, she has a very, like she has bad guy energy from the start. Like I thought, I assumed that at some point we might see her turn bar- into a demon. Yeah, or like at, at least like barricade a door or like right do, do something to indicate more than just being an ominous lady who is walking around with a a flashlight turned on, shining it at people while there's a and a movie actively playing in a theater, which I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I would have been infuriated from by that from the get. I would just be like, hey, either turn that off or I'm leaving. And if she didn't turn it off, I'd be like, okay, goodbye. Give and me my money back. anybody turned into a demon, I would just be like, everybody, this is fucked. The doors are not doors. They are boarded up. We have got to get out of here. Well, they were just a wall. Yeah, like the doors are now a wall. She has a flashlight on. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah. But like... um. Yeah, she. I, I. I definitely thought that she, it was. There was going to be revealed that she was a bad guy. Yeah, at, I, but I feel the whole like time, it was. She should have been. And, yeah, and then they either just forgot. Yeah, yeah, it's like they forgot. It, so this movie has like yeah, yeah, yeah energy. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody, every every plot point. Yeah, yeah, energy. It's just, AKA yeah. energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. they're just like, all right. So there's this girl and whatever. Yeah, yeah she gets her friend. And yeah, okay. So we get into the movie. And yeah, it's all right. So this badass. Mannequin yeah. and a badass mask and <laughs> and a big ass fucking a samurai sword. Fucking sword. And yeah. Like, all right. So that has to do with like, yeah. yeah. Hey, so like, fuck off. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> We're getting into the movie. All yeah. right. So demon. So there's like this usher bitch who's like, yeah. She's like in on it. And she's in on it. It's like, all right. But what happened? What? Well, so she's gonna like do it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hush. Shut up. Then the pimp's girlfriend uh. goes and her neck explodes. With green pus. With green pus. And that's where it really starts getting in. Yeah. That's the that's the the big culmination of, of, of Act One. But and okay, so the cool thing that this movie does that they do is the movie that they're watching on screen, right? Mm-hmm. Is the tale of how these kids come across this tomb of like Nostradamus. Nostradamus. And in the tomb, very much like Evil Dead. This is very much like Evil Dead. This is like... Yeah, they find the, a Necronomicon. Yeah, they find a Necronomicon. <laughs> and, and one of them speaks Latin, so they're good to read it. And the big line <laughs> of the film, the big tagline of the film, is they'll like, turn your cities into... To- we, we will we will turn your cemeteries into cities and your cities into tombs or something yeah. like that. And so that's the big line. They uh, get this mask and they put it on. And the mask transforms their friend into a demon yeah they will make cemeteries their cathedrals cathedrals. and their cities will be your tombs it's cool it's cool line um and it and it plays out so and um i can't remember if they explain it in this film but basically the demon that they're kind of awakening is like a plague demon so they do not they don't (laughs) that's kind of why when she turns into a demon it's it's disgusting yeah, it's she, like there's a big like she has like a boil that just expands and grows and eventually pops yeah. and then this huge amount of green slime starts coming out and then her physical change is awesome because her yeah. teeth get all gross her eyes get like they're like turn orange and huge yeah. and she grows these claws and she's very scary yeah and she's, it's, it's gross she's hideous yeah and it it directly mirrors what is going on on screen in the movie so it's the yeah. film within a film and it's 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 weird and that I don't want to talk about the sequel too much, but like they they kind of play with that again in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which I think is fine to watch. If you like the first one, just watch the second one because it's just the same fucking movie. Instead of a, <laughs> instead of a, a movie theater, this time though, you're in a, a apartment complex. Oh hell yeah! But yeah, so she turns into so it's it's just like in the film. That's that's really the point I wanted to make about yeah it. the the film within a film mirrors what's actually happening. Um, and so yeah, so Rosemary's the first to go. Um, then she mauls her her friend Carmen comes after her to see what's going on, uh, and then she gets mauled by Rosemary, and it's very. It, it eventually becomes clear, like we're working with pretty standard zombie rules. You get, zombie rules, but yeah, with demons. But with demons, like yeah. you get scratched, you get bitten, you exchange any kind of like fluid, any kind of fluid exchange with yeah. the demons, and you become a demon. So Carmen gets a bad scratch on her neck and then crashes through the movie screen, which is a great scene in my opinion. Like she's, it, it just that was actually one of the scariest things about the movie because I just imagined. Like being in, a, you're trapped. A screening, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're trapped. And then, like, and then the scary thing is like being projected on to this huge screen, and then somebody's trying to get through it. I was like, right. that is genuinely creepy. Yeah. Um, but she comes through it. She comes through the screen. The audience members rush up to see what's going on with her, and then we get Carmen's transformation, yeah, which is the most disgusting moment in the movie. in the film, yeah, by far. And it's it's really a neat piece of of prop engineering too because they had this the, the the crux of the scene is that yeah she goes through a similar transformation to rosemary but her teeth yeah are like black and disgusting and then they get like fangs start to emerge from behind her teeth <laughs> yeah push her teeth her real teeth are pushed out of her mouth and replaced with these big like nasty werewolf fangs and that's a really, I, I thought the, I watched a little bit of behind the scenes on how they did that. And the actress actually wasn't even in the mask that they shot that with. They just put it on a mannequin head and they had a, a really great like prosthetic mask where they had like little werewolf teeth up in the, up, like behind the nose. Uh -huh. And they had just had a little motorized contraption that just pushed them down. Okay. And then they locked on and they stay heavy on that shot. They, they do, yeah. it, which is <laughs> it, that one's the one I had to look away for a second. It doesn't let up. Yeah. Cause it does not let up. Like it's, it's, they're not cutting away for a minute. You're going to see those teeth come. Yeah. And, uh, it is super gross. Yeah. If you have a thing with teeth, which I know some people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to skip, skip through that part. Skip that scene or skip this movie entirely. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but that's a really cool, they're, they're just, I mean, Sergio's just flexing at that point. Like, their they're prosthetic, their makeup department is just going ham. And it's really cool. Like, it's, it's a neat, the Italians in general are not afraid of, extreme gory horror yeah excess gory horror um but they really go hard in that scene yeah um so yeah she turns into a demon she starts to get some people in the crowd um and this is like i would say this is like as gory as the culmination of evil dead like they really took that and went hard with it. yeah 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 it, it is it is it is on that level it's the same yeah the the, the person yeah yeah. It's the same level. So now we've got a bunch of zombies that are getting ready to wild out. we got two active ones and a few more that are about to turn. Um, so the audience, after seeing Carmen maul mm -hmm. everybody, they run and we get into act two, the mayor of Fucksville. <laughs> so the mayor of Fucksville is uh, Tommy, who is the the pimp. Yes. He immediately takes on a leadership role. So, um, or Tony is his name. Uh but he's like just starts announcing things that are true about the plot. Like he's just like, right, right. he's like the the movie is causing us to become demons, <laughs> and it's like, 
Fair. Yeah. Accurate. Let's go. He's, he figures everything out very, very Instantly. quickly. Like they go and they try and get out. They realize the doors are barred. And he's like, nope, fuck shit, ghosts. Like He's like, magic? <laughs> yeah. Magic, magic is upon us. Magic, demons, and ghosts yeah. are upon us. And we need to turn this fucking movie off. So he takes them to the projection room. They're like amazed that it's automated, which is hilarious now because every movie is just automated. But like... Um, they 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 don't they don't see anybody there, so they're like, we gotta smash this shit up. And he just immediately starts going like, smash it, smash it. <laughs> like just starts shouting. It's fucking hilarious. There's some really genuinely funny moments in this movie. Um, but yeah, so they take out the movie, which if they had left on, maybe at a certain point it would have showed them how to defeat the demon, you know. But well, well t- Tony kind of figures out. Uh, he kills the first demon. Yeah. at one point with his switchblade. Yeah. Um and easily. These demons are not like zombies. Like you can you can take one out. Yeah, they're fragile. With a with a good couple stabs in the in the in the stomach or the head. Well, they're fragile until we get to later on when they when they fully transform, like yeah. when they fully come out of the your body. Yeah, they're like little gremlins. Yeah, they're but, big gremlins. Yeah, that's they're true. They're full-sized. Yeah. And they, but they come out of your body. I guess it just looked smaller later mm-hmm. when it came out of uh uh what's her I forget her name's body. Um it's the main character's best friend. Yeah. Um, but she, the, the, the coolest demons in my opinion are the demons that we get a little bit later in the movie. Um, after Tony is, unfortunately we lose Tony. He's transformed into a demon as is everyone in the movie. Well, he gets got by some dumbass shit, some, some fuckery. But, yeah. But like also a little bit of bravado, but yeah. Um, when he turns into one and they're like, there's a scene where they kind of move out of, or they're going to end up barricading themselves in the balcony. But when they move out of that back into the theater, we get to play with these set pieces. And there's a scene where like a bunch of demons walk up a staircase and start walk, like walking down a hall and they all have these illuminated eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's badass as shit. Yes. Like there's the aesthetics of this movie are great. What pull, that's what pulled me in. Even if you go back to the opening scene, like just when the opening scene is, is is going with the girl riding the train, and then her being kind of like chased by this omnipresent metal masked figure who who every time she turns around he's suddenly there yeah like he's suddenly he's just kind of like teleporting around he's like in the reflection yeah in the window behind her even it's shot really well uh, that's my first thing I noticed I was like oh this isn't low budget like yeah. this was actually this has real production value this has real craftsmanship and it, it carries through the whole movie like visually this movie is is strong to this day yeah still good aesthetically too like just the the design the 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 set design the prop design the the makeup design is all incredibly good and it's like really it's just fun to look at and the soundtrack is good by a band called goblin that uh did a lot of horror uh soundtracks in the 80s they were like really popular yeah and we've got i mean they also do billy they have billy idols billy White Idol, Wedding. yeah motley crew uh fucking uh the scorpions are yeah. in here so like it's 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 high it's high production value um but yeah so we get the we destroy the projector and then we decide to run and get, take everybody up to the balcony where they start to bust down all the chairs they have these like wooden seats in the balcony and they create this big barricade um so we <laughs> are we, are we, we going to go blind, to hot dog? We get the, so we get the blind guy, the blind guy. He knows things because he's a blind guy because he's a blind guy and he knows them. So that's why he knows them is we don't have to pay attention to this shit. <laughs> this is demons. Yeah. If you start to look too closely, it's going to start to fall apart. So just, he knows things. Um, 
but he tells them that it's the theater that's doing it, not the film. Which is weird to me. Did you find it weird that the blind guy got mauled and then yeah. was like not a demon for a long time? Yeah, it's a very inconsistent process. Yeah, he, he didn't turn into... I was like, oh, did he not? Well, and George... At the end, when like when George eventually gets on his motorbike with the katana and starts wrecking house, he gets scratched by a zombie or by a demon. He does. I don't remember that. He gets scratched on his bicep, and then he it's it's like the continuity is there. He get he has that scratch on his bicep for like the rest of the movie. Oh, so they just so I was convinced at like okay, just to jump real quick to the movie like to the end. Watch it if you're gonna watch it. But like to, at the end, when Cheryl becomes a demon mm-hmm. and transforms, and we realize that she's been bitten at some point along the way, I was certain that that was gonna be George because he had had that scratch on his arm since the motorbike scene. And huh. I was like, I think I thought he got he didn't get scratched by a demon. I thought he just got scratched. I thought that he got like they. I thought they showed a demon grabbing him. Oh well, if they the did, arm. then that is a big gaff. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was like. Yeah, wait, that's that's <laughs> I was a like, bigger. This is fucked. We're just gonna kill Cheryl when we've already established that George has been scratched. Yeah, and they they did like an off-screen scratching. Yeah, which again, if you watch Demons Two, they totally give up on showing the scratching and the biting and the transfer. They, they're off screen. People just start Becoming. manifesting into demons yeah. at all points. I was like, so you can trust no one at any point. Well, so I didn't know like <laughs> at this point and even in the first demons, it's, it's sort of hard because it's, it's hard to keep track because there's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people who kind of look similar to one another too. Oh yeah. 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 And, and are dressed similarly. And people just start becoming demons after they're like, there'll be attacks and then it's like big smash cut montages where right. it's just impossible. to. It's just like a, like a killing frenzy by yeah. the demons. And then all, so like at a certain point it's just, it's open season. Anybody could be a demon, but yeah, Warner, the blind guy, he, he takes forever to turn into a demon and he's been like, he gets attacked 10. I, I thought they were going to make his more. eyes come back. That's, that's what I thought. Like when he turned into a demon, I was like, shouldn't he have eyes though? Yeah, no, instead he just kind of looks like the the food critic from Ratatouille. Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> he gets, they just start poking his eyes. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, I was like, okay, so maybe because if his eyes were like deadened already, that is saving him from becoming a demon. Because he's, not, he's a, not a demon for so long after he gets his yeah. little eye pokies. Yeah, he does get poked in the eye by a demon. Yeah, but then gets away. But then he turns into a demon. And he's actually the one who starts to spread the de- the the demonism at up at they're barricaded yeah but the, the people are very stupid they barricade themselves i don't want to yeah but they barricade yeah. themselves and then like at the first sound of like a they're like i hear something and they just start removing the barricade yeah. and the demons are like thank you and then we get you now yeah so before right, right before that like we we cut away to my favorite part of the movie we cut we cut away to well, where where tony is like getting everything together after the barricade like they're fucking with some rope that's what gets Tony. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're, they're, they're fucking with some rope. There's a demon hanging from rope from the balcony. And Tony's like, they have an ex- Tony and George have an exchange about a knife. He's like, cut it or don't cut it. Either well, way. He, yeah. He's like, he's like the, <laughs> the, the, the hard nose kind of like John Wayne, like, Hey, you have to make a decision fast or people die. Yeah. Dumbass. But then the demon, like another one demon comes from in front of Tony like, cause there are demons on the, on the balcony now. And then the demon who was hanging from the rope just appears. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of like jumps behind, up from behind. Him. Yeah. He jumps from hanging. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. so yeah, Tony gets stabbed 
or Tony gets gets his leg clawed, and which it means it's over for him. Yeah, he's and so he's all done. So then then George tosses Tony. And Has no problem tossing Tony. No, he's very strong. All of a sudden, yeah. like George is very strong. All of a sudden, because he's like, "Oh, now I'm the protagonist." <laughs> well, my my point is really like he he was slow to cut the rope, but he has no problem tossing Tony. Well, race, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. Lamberto Bava. <laughs> but yeah, so now Tony's out of the picture. George is the main character now. Cheryl's still hanging out, but like her status has been reduced yeah. completely to just like try to keep up. Yeah. So at this point, um. When Tony goes over, another demon comes down. Frank, the 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 pissy husband, co- goes over with him. He was the the demon who was hanging from the rope originally, um, and he falls onto the chairs on the main floor of the of the theater, where Hannah, the young girl, has been crawling around this whole time. Yeah, we t- terrified, terrified. I actually feel scared for her. Yeah, but for like five seconds before we see Hannah again, we see her boyfriend who's been running around with the others, and he's just like, "Oh, damn." Yeah. Where'd my girlfriend go? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm a bad. I'm. I'm kind of a piece of shit. But like, um, <laughs> Frank, zombified Frank falls and lands on chair on a chair, like looming over Hannah, who's on the floor, and then he vomits so much pus all yeah. over, like all this blood. He vomits like six gallons of blood onto her. It's hilarious because when she gets up, her clothes are just dry. She is fine. (laughs) She doesn't have a scratch on her. Um, Which is very similar to an Italian horror film called City of the Dead when this priest just vomits his intestines out. Like the zombie priest just vomits his intestines out. So that's probably a throw to that. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. So... We've been in one long, one location for too too long. Time to switch it up. Act three, <laughs> riding around Fuxville. <laughs> this uh, is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, because so, it takes a com- hold on. It takes a complete diversion for no reason at all <laughs> that has nothing to do with the plot and doesn't add anything at all to no. the movie. It, it 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 literally will not affect what happens to our main characters. We we start following around a bunch of cokehead greasers yeah. that have incredible names. I mean, their names are just. Um, can you can you Ripper, tell? Ripper, hot dog, baby pig, and Nina. <laughs> and we get this like they they're snorting coke out of a fucking coke can. Yeah, another silly eighties thing that I think that Baba just thought was hilarious. I guess they thought it was hilarious. I think he just like so. Here's the deal with demons. It's like. If a 13-year-old was able to, like, drink, like, 15 sodas yeah. and, and just, like, they're like, all right, talk to me about a horror movie. And it's just the coolest 13-year-old horror movie ever. Yeah, he's just like, badass dirt bike, and he's got a fucking sword. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. there's these greaser dudes, and they're all wild, and they're coked up, and they're, like, but then they go in. So the cops try and get them because they're greasers, but then they go into the theater. yeah. And he, they go in, and then, then the the, the blind demon comes out. Yeah, and he gets the cops, and then later, so the whole world goes to shit in like four hours. Well, if you watch the second one, it's just the city. They end oh, up okay. nuking that city. So oh, damn. yeah, the, they destroy the whole city. But like, I guess that that was the kind of the point of the greasers, because like the, the greaser scenes are really weird. We get this mm-hmm. strange dynamic with the female character, greaser and Nina, and like we get to see her nipples and yeah. they do this weird well, they sexual, s- like aggressive 
they sell seen, coke and yeah. he like the guy that's in the back seat with her is using a razor blade to scrape coke off of her chest like yeah, she yeah, has yeah. her like she's just wearing a vest basically and no shirt and so he's just like scraping coke off her chest and then he cuts her and it's a really it's like a sexual like aggressive moment that is 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 really lost on us because we we met these characters like 3 minutes ago yeah so and the <laughs> The the best part of the greasers to me is like when we first see them, it's just they really got a lot of mileage out of like a couple shots of the the guy who was doing the driving, um, st- young not Stallone, right? Well, he's like, <laughs> got his nose mashed up. Yeah, yeah. young's like you're like Slavister Malone, yeah, yeah. Um, Ripper, Ripper. Who, uh, he, yeah, they they just keep putting him, but they didn't film them uh, speaking their lines a lot in the in no, the car. Yeah. So there's a scene where. It's just panning between heads in the car. Then it pans down to like a black shot of just like the door of the car. And there are like three or four lines of dialogue spoken during that time. And then we come back up. We have no idea who spoke. (laughs) They're just talking to one another. I was just like, oh, I thought we were cutting to something else. That's a very economical choice by the director (laughs) because he was just like, listen, we can't plan all this moving around. Eye lines get confusing. Just give me a cutaway shot and we'll throw the dialogue in. And Economical we'll, we'll, is very generous. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is, I guess their plot point though, is they do open, they manage to get into the magic theater. Yeah. It's like 15 minutes of story. That's just to get the door to the theater open. Right. Which it really is just to let the, the, the blind demon out and he gets Bl- the cops and he gets the cops, but like really just to let him out just to let a demon out into the city, which could have happened organically because like once the greasers are inside, they're irrelevant. They They're, get eaten yeah. up like everybody else. They yeah. get just gobbled up. So we move it along and we get to the the big transformation of um the girl who actually becomes like the demon actually bursts forth. And that's yeah. where we get to the big climactic scene, right? Where because I mean some some other things happen. And I do want to mention that progressively throughout this film the demon killings get worse. The first couple of demon killings are really horrific. Like, yeah, like the demon, like she, she, um, she like will rip off someone's entire scalp. Yeah. Like the killings are, yeah. Rip open somebody's chest. Yeah. They, grotesque. Yeah. Early I, on. I feel like they, they, they ran out of money. Yeah. Blew a lot of their budget up. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, moving along. Yeah. They, t- the, our, 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 our gang decides to rip open the barricade. Because they hear a noise. They're so, like, we hear people. Like, and he and, and the and George is like, don't fucking take up the barricade. Yeah. And, and they're, like, they're like, fuck you, dummy. Yeah. And then like start immediately taking down their, their barricade. And demons just immediately start popping out of it. They're like, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. We'll kill you. We're not, we're not even that strong. <laughs> yeah. Like we couldn't lift up a bunch of yeah. chairs. Like if you could just really could grab one of these chairs, you could wreck a lot of us. A lot of us could go down. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> but like, so our, our main, our core four... Mm. escape though george ken cheryl cheryl's cheryl's friend yeah whose name is not important um but cheryl's friend gets uh apparent according to this imdb synopsis um i didn't see this happen but during their escape um she gets got she gets her name's kathy and she she swallows some blood and like that's what starts her transformation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do remember that. Well, I didn't see it because again, there was another one of these like big smash cuts where there's like three or four different women, and this is the part where I was like, oh, a lot of these people look ex- a lot alike and are dressed a lot alike because Kathy's just wearing like Kathy's. I think maybe the prettiest. Yeah, she's film. really pretty, but yeah. like when when it's just like quick like 
one second cuts between right. when, like a, a dark haired woman, a dark haired beauty shirt. and another dark haired beauty. Yeah. yeah. Who's like getting like getting either attacked by a demon or turning into a demon. Yeah. Like when she emerged from the theater, I thought she had already died. I was like, Oh damn, they killed her. I pick, I, I, I don't remember her because like, she was like, I was like, ah, you're my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I just she's very out. beautiful. Yeah. I was like, but like, I just assumed that she died on in their escape. And then when she came out, I was like, Oh damn, Kathy survived. And then she immediately like turned into a demon. And she gets, <laughs> she gets a scene that again, if you see the second film, they, they, they're like, Everybody loves the scene where the demon pops out of the person, so yeah. we're going to do that same thing. They do the same thing again, <laughs> but with a kid, the next one. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, yeah, but Ken, uh, the other little hipster guy, George's friend, sees she's turning into a demon, beats her in the head with an air conditioning grate, and then she arches her back, throws it down, <laughs> gets ready to throw it back, and that's when a little gremlin demon yeah. pops the, the, the true back. form of these demons yeah these plague demons pops out of her back and then skitters off ken gets the best acting moment in the film he does he, does. he gets he gets like a again this is like a a, a a one of those points i think i think lamberto bava really is a big fan of the genre his he worked on these films with mario but with his father horror films with his father for years and i i think he grabbed the the quintessential moments from a lot of great like Romero yeah and I think there's a, a, a I can't remember if his name was Fauci but there's the the Italian director of zombie horror and for and and uh, also from Dr. Sam Raimi and also Sam Raimi uh, so he he like grabbed these moments and there's that moment in a zombie film where you know the, you're gone well you know you're gone. Because the film is progressed enough that everybody knows what happens, yeah. and you're like, "Kill me, yeah," while I'm still a human. And your, but your friend can't do it. Your friend can't do it until they have to do it, and so they have that scene here. And it, I don't think it's like bad. I don't think they did a bad job of it. It's not. No, it's not badly done at all. Yeah. I think it's it's fine. He he runs off. They follow him. I mean, if anything, his <laughs> George, his friend is 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 a little obtuse yeah yeah, yeah. no i think the george is a little slower than yeah i mean now it's such a common scene in in the zombie film that we're we're so used to it but i don't think it was quite as old hat back then no i I think i don't think it was it was well established as like oh yeah this is the part where this happens yeah so it was it was good and the, the guy playing ken he did a good job with it and he did it. He was, he turned into a, a, a cool looking demon for the second that we yeah. see him. But it also gives George his time to shine because now he yeah. goes and he has his private. Ken this is his, his Highlander private. moment. Yeah. Once he cuts Ken's head off, then it's on. He has now absorbed the quickening has happened and <laughs> yes. he has absorbed his immortality. And so he becomes an action hero. And that is what exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. He just immediately grabs the dirt bike and the katana from the lobby and he starts wrecking house. He's like, Cheryl, get on. Get on the back of this. <laughs> and Cheryl gets on and they start just mowing down zombies. It's great. He, the, They really take a motorbike over these um, theater seats. Yeah, that like, was really impressive to see. Like he really rides this motorbike <laughs> yeah. over these theater seats. Like high theater seats. And this is cool. They they start samurai sword and kicking ass. Yeah. And they really are not like just the way that they're not they're not afraid to to 
show you the gore of the demon attacks, yeah. they don't shy away from letting George kick a lot of ass. He kicks a lot of ass. Like, he takes probably three or four full laps around the theater, and then he goes back out into the lobby, and then he comes back into the theater. And he's like, no, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. And he's cutting heads the whole time. He's killing these zombies. Yeah. Or, sorry, demons. Demons. No, same, same. We get our deus ex machina after this, too. Yeah, so after this, at this <laughs> point, a, a helicopter just crashes through the That's roof right. of the motherfucking theater. <laughs> it does. And the, I knew like, it as soon yeah, as it happened. And we're gonna, was, it, was it like, so we got to get out of the theater? It's like, okay, fucking it. A helicopter fucking crashes through. They're like, oh, shit. Is this not, is it spreading outside or something? It's just like shut up. Yeah. The helicopter crashes through the ceiling, and I'm like, I bet them, I bet them helicopter blades gonna cut some zombies up. <laughs> like, you goddamn <laughs> right. <laughs> you fucking right. That's they are. exactly what the fuck happens. <laughs> yeah. like, George goes in to the to check out the helicopter. Oh, this is the best part. And he's like, damn, <laughs> these pilots are dead. Yeah, they were definitely here a second ago. <laughs> But what does he find on the helicopter? Oh, he finds a uh, grappling yes. rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the actual fuck? You know, like they keep on helicopters. I was, I was like, I was sipping a little bit when I first watched this film, and I just turned. I was like, did they have those in the eighties? <laughs> grappling hook guns just. Well, that's standard issue Again, on helicopters. A 13-year-old yeah. came up with this. He was like, all right, so he goes in the helicopter and he finds a grappling hook that you can shoot out of a rocket launcher. Well, yeah, I think the question was to him, like, well, like, all right, so the helicopter crashes in. He's like, yeah, and then the blades like chop up a bunch of the fucking demons. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, how do they get out of the theater? And he's like, oh, they find a grappling hook launcher. Yeah, and they shoot it onto the roof. And they use a winch that's on the front, a motorized winch yes. that's on the front of this helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> to to pull. It didn't out. explode when it crashed in at nope. all. Nope, nope. It was at, fine at first. Like when I saw him turn on the blades to kill all the zombies, I was like, "Is he about to fly this thing out of here?" Yeah. I was like, "Please let him fly this helicopter yeah. out of here," because they make a big show of showing like half the blades. Fall that thing would have fucked everybody up if it had just spun around like really hard and yeah. tried to take off. But I was like, please, please let him try and find yeah. this thing. But no, they get out. Cheryl and George escape onto the roof. But oh, silver mask, metal face man. There we go. Metal face man is here. Um, MFM, MFM, motherfucking M is yeah. here. And MF Doom, RIP, MF Doom, RIP to a real, real one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Metal Face Man shows up, and as George and Cheryl are, are celebrating and just pushes George, he just, I'm going to push him. I'm going to yeah. push him. And so he falls, but George has has the had incredible the, strength. Yeah, he is, well, he's had the, the quickening, quickening yeah. and he uses Ken's strength to uh, grab onto a piece of rebar like one hand. with one hand and hold himself for a long time. While Metal Face Man is just like, rah, rah, rah. Like, and what is Metal Face Man is my question. Yeah, we don't know. He seems to be the most sentient of all the demons. But is he a demon? He exists before they start popping up. He has... Is he the, is he the character from the film that puts the mask on? Could be. But I think we see the guy who puts the mask on. Well, I don't know. Maybe he is. Because... The film doesn't show the guy that puts the mask on. That's true. We never get to see him turn into a demon. That was my thought. That That's that true. was that makes sense. So I'm like, so the film happened before. Yeah, and he yeah. like they just made a movie out of it. Yeah, the film was like a recording. Like there's like a demon camera. Yeah, deem cam. There's deem cam. Yeah, and it follows you around. That makes sense. Yeah, but so 
this is where Cheryl comes in clutch because she grabs a big pipe. Hell yeah. And just wonks <laughs> metal face man. Yeah. And it knocks him down. So George has time to get up and then they just cr- slowly crush his eye. Yeah. 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 I, I, I like that. Cause like, it's just a slow put. It's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm really it's want- slow. It's deliberate. Yeah. And the whole time he's just like, Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get, get him, get him, get that motherfucker, get him with his nasty little metal face. Yeah, but yeah, so they they kill Metal Face Man. They make their escape. They realize that they are now in a zombie hellscape. Uh, yeah. the entire city is fucked. But they get saved by a family in a white jeep. Yeah, who <laughs> doesn't matter. It, this is great because like they act. The kids is like. Basically, like, yeah, you know, killing demons ain't no thing. It's like this happened like an hour ago. Yeah, hasn't haven't you been aware of this for like forty five minutes max? Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, grab an Uzi off the front off he's the floor. Sna- he's Snake Pliskin from like Escape from New York, and he's just like this hardened fucking killer, eight year old, yeah, little blonde boy who's like, yeah, we got him. We're gonna get out of here. And she's like, Dad, they want to know where we're going. He's like, the fuck out of here. He's like. But, he, uh, but it, they strapped, so they decide to to hang out, and that's our that's the ending of the film. That's the ending of the film, except Cheryl turns into a zombie, and then that eight year old boy just turns around and pops it right in the face with a shotgun, and George is like, "Damn!" Roll credits. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, Cheryl turns into a zombie. She doesn't make it, or a demon. Huh? That's stupid as shit. It really is. Yeah, dumb. Like, why did you take it all? It really is dumb. for like a little pop scare right at the end. Yeah, it really is dumb and unsatisfying. And I was just like, well, okay, yeah. So now George is just with this rando family, just getting. I was like, it made sense to me that there were a bunch of sequels to this movie because I was like, this clearly sets up for a sequel perfectly. Up, yeah, for right. Many sequels. But here's the thing about the sequel. Now that we're here to the end of the film, yeah. The sequel doesn't pick up with the characters that we just had. Mm. The sequel is like, the sequel announces, there's a narrator that's like, as we all know, the demons, they (laughs) exist. They came out of a theater and then the town, the city was destroyed. And that's a narrator of a television program that is being shot by demon cam that eventually lets a demon pass through the television. But none of the... Now, another thing is, the characters from the first movie are in the second movie. Oh. But, I should say, the actors from the first movie are almost all in the second movie. Okay. But they play different characters. I was going to say, because everybody in the theater except George dies. Yeah. Tony plays the same character, except this time he runs a gym. But he does the exact same things he did in the first movie. Ripper... (laughs) The leader of the Greasers is a security officer in the apartment building. Oh, he sold out. A lot of the characters, a lot of the the actors are all in, but it it is not a a sequel to what happened at the end of the first movie in terms Mm -hmm. of like, we leave off with this group of people and we start with these group of people again. No, no, no. no, no. Different characters. Different characters. It's like an anthology, but with the same actors. And the exact same plot. I'm serious. The, the the plot even ends with the same two, with the girl and the guy char- main characters leaving together. Yeah. And does the girl die at the end? No, the girl has a baby. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, we really gave Cheryl a raw deal, so we're going to do yeah. right by her. I, I can't. Hopefully I remember, but I believe that the baby 
and the girl the and the guy turned, live. Baby turns into a zombie. And they, they throw it off a jeep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't think that happened. But I'm excited to see Demons Three Ogre. Oh, well, that's apparently big demon. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Big demon. Yeah, but <laughs> if you like Demons 1, go ahead and watch Demons 2 because it's, it's the, the same, same fucking movie. <laughs> With the same actors. It's the same actors. <laughs> and But this time, you know, there's a there's a, a kid demon and there's a, you know. Nice. some A dog demon. You know, I might have to watch Demons 2. Demons 2 is fun. If you've already gotten through Demons 1, you, nothing will surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. So just to get into closing thoughts on Demons... It's just, it's wild. It's fun. It does not make sense. It does not. It no. is, but it is, it's worth watching just because it's, it's well-made, like in terms of like just aesthetic, like it's well shot. It's well, like the, the, the makeup and, and, and prosthetics are amazing. If you love 80, if you like 80s movies at all, you will love this because yep. the soundtrack, just the overall like feel of the movie, including the costuming and like all of the, even the dialogue, even though it's all dubbed is like very 80s style horror. Like you'll, you'll love it. So I, I, I really enjoy it. It's just, it's, it's like candy though. There's no, there's not any real substance to demons. Yeah. It's just taking all your favorite candies and making like a hodgepodge of candy and you're eating it. Yeah. And there are parts of it that are like, you're like, oh damn, some Starburst and some Skittles got mushed together over yeah. here. That's fucking tight. Yeah. But there are also some parts where it's just like, oh, there's like peanut butter and licorice right here. Yeah. I don't like that. It's like all. peanut butter and Mike and Ike's. Yeah. It's like, mm, ah, this doesn't taste good. Yeah. This is a bad. <laughs> who, who put these dang old uh tic tacs in here who <laughs> put tic tacs in here <laughs> why are they tic tacs in here and why is it in with the a lemon warhead i don't want greasers mint. yeah that's the greaser that's still that's ripper that's ripper and his crew it, ripper and hot dog ripper hot dog and pig boy <laughs> baby pig baby pig i can't believe that they made that man Named baby pig, baby pig, oh, well, and hot dog. It was like, hey, it's me, hot dog. Oh, and Nina. Yeah, it's like, why is Nina? Why is it? Why Nina? does she have a normal name? Yeah, why isn't Nina? Nina just like pork, pork, pork bunny, pork bunny, hot dog, baby pig, pork bunny, and Ripper. Yeah, it's the Peppa Pig squad. I'm, I'm in the cult though. If, if you want to, yeah, put no, me in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the cult. I, I, I give it, you know, I give it seven out of eleven. Uh, Coke cans full of actual cocaine. I give it eight, eight out of fifteen golden lambs. Nice. And I, I, yeah, I'm in the cult for sure. It's just a wild fucking movie. To, like it's, 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 it's all style and flash. It is. It's all style and flash. But it's at a tight hour and a half, and it's fun to watch. So if you like horror, if you don't mind being grossed out, Demons is a must see. It is for sure. Well, thank you for listening to the Cult of Classics. I am your host, uh, a.k.a. Young Styles, and uh, we'll see you the next one that we do. (laughs) 